We're back live on the Infamous Hour. I'm your host, Infamous Hour. Day is peace and blessings to flee law for pulling up. Holidays are approaching, so make sure you uh, be generous this year, right? Because, I mean, Christmas is coming. A lot of motherfuckers are cheap. Make sure you take care of your fucking <laughs> kids, right? And don't let your kids bully you either, right? My daughter, shout out to my daughter, Harmony. So she wanted these Jordan 4s. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jenny is here, by the way. Shout out to him. Represent Long Island? Strong Island, baby, in the house. You already know. Strong Island. So, so my daughter, she wants these Jordan 4s. And these Jordan 4s cost like 600 right? And it's and, and it's 6X. Uh, what was it? Stock X where you buy the shit. What happened? Wait, are, are you recording? What the fuck? Because you, you confusing me, Mike. He's like, nah. <laughs> so so StockX, and then she convinced her brother to buy this, and okay. he actually paid the full amount. Shout out to AJ. But Jennings here. What's up, brother? What's going on, fam? Thank you so much for having me, man. Yo, you've been, you been busy. Newsday, Sauce Magazine, Double <laughs> XL. Shout out to legendary Keith Murray. I got to admit, my, my interactions with Keith Murray have not been that great. This is just <sighs> me personally. I'm not going to get too much into the story. But quick backstory: I, I DJed at the uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, joint. What was that at? Blaze? It was um, somewhere in Long Island. Well, it was somewhere in Long Island. Oh, you talking about in the castle? At the castle, I DJed at the castle. Yeah, I was up there. Okay, so it's tragic: Gaddafi, Royal Flush. I'm DJing. Shout out to Flush. Shout out and, to Cat. And, uh, and and Keith, I'm you know I'm telling him like, yo, bro, I cannot take your flash drive right now. I have two USBs plugged in my computer. I cannot take your flash drive. So oh he doesn't listen, of course, being Keith. And he comes on the stage handing me the flash drive. And I'm like, nigga, I cannot take this flash drive. So he goes on the mic, tell them why you can't play my music at the castle. Because like, you didn't give me the fucking flash drive early. And I packed my shit and I left. Shout out to Keith. For real? Yeah, no, I left. No, it was too much. It's like, that, that but, that's, but that's his like... People don't realize, man, just being an MC and being on that mic, that's just the MO. It's not trying to diss any of y'all. It's trying to get the crowd to watch and to be more interacting and hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an MC. Yeah. An MC will do that because you got to realize something. When we're on that mic, right, and something goes wrong, mm -hmm. our stage show can get thrown off. Mm -hmm. Now, what we have to do is we have to bring it back. We don't mean to blame the DJs like mm -hmm. that, but the crowd doesn't know. You understand? Because if you're being seen and you're the face... Mm -hmm. And the DJ's just in the background, you guys ain't gonna get the slack. We're gonna get the damn slack. Cause yeah. I'm like, yo, man, you know, your show was a little bit messed up. <laughs> and the way energetic you came out here and jumped over there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I had it plenty of times. But that wasn't actually my fault. Like, I'm a professional DJ, right? No, nah, I know it wasn't you know, your fault. Was, that whole Mayweather sure. thing was crazy. No, that, that was crazy. Shout out to the drink. Shout out to a bunch of bad women in there. Shout out to that. <laughs> all right, so new record out now with Keith Murray. Talk about, first of all, being from Long Island uh -huh. and collaborating with Keith Murray. Because uh -huh. that's obviously a big thing. We have limited guys from Long Island. Prodigy's from there. Let me tell you something. He's from there. Who else? Method Man, Rakim, <laughs> and Keith Murray. And, and Blazing. Let me and tell you something. My father comes from back in the day with Dana Dane. Mm. So hip-hop has been inside my blood since I was born. My father even rocked with Big Pun mm. back in the day when his name was CJ. So you have so much. I, I Again, let's break it down, too. My dad did records with, uh, did songs with Ari the Rugged Man. Uh, Keith Murray, we never really done any real records with him. Dad was a producer? My father was a rapper, okay, but then he became a producer, and then what he started to do mostly now he's independent movies, so he did stuff for like um, Amazon Prime, mm -hmm. did stuff for like Netflix, stuff like that, Hulu. So there's a lot of things that people don't understand. I was born into this. That's why when anybody go yo energetic, spit on the spot, mm -hmm. I have to do it mm -hmm. because I'm a hip hop culture baby. Yeah, yeah, and there's a certain responsibility 
being a rapper, like we was talking about punchline a little bit off camera, right? So when you when you know you can rap, you need to be prepared to rap. And I'm doing this competition right now. Maybe you could explain this as an MC. So I'm doing a competition. People are asking me, okay, how can I get a punchline academy? Well, you can send us a 16 bar acapella freestyle. Keyword acapella. Mm-hmm. So energetic. Explain to me why motherfuckers are sending me. Rhymes on beats <laughs> because a lot of times you know you got you got people too that that don't that don't realize like a lot of times when you see when you're doing the 16s and stuff is that you guys want to hear hear it and see if it goes and matches the beat or matches where you guys are trying to put it. A lot of times you got people that think okay I could come over here and spit. It's not spitting. It's you still got the concepts. You still got to figure out the way how to project it because you got to realize too your audience needs to be captivated. Yeah. Anybody could come up and be like yo my name is Dada Die grab a blah 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 and then you're like oh well, that was that wasn't good at all. Mm. You know, so I seen that. That's why a lot of people say they're MCs, but I always put artist, rapper, MC. Mm. You know, yeah. So I feel like if you're a punchline and you're going to be in that academy, you're an MC. Yeah, and, and and this is not for the week. So again, independent artists, we all give it opportunities for punchline academy, sixteen bar acapella verse to the punchline academy DM. We'll post it. We'll let the people decide because it's more important for the people to decide. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody to think that it's rigged that I'm just handpicking people. No. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. I put guys through gauntlets in the punchline academy. I've had guys battle on the spot. I, I don't. I don't let you. Yo, can I give a big shout out to D Chambers? Because D, 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 D killed that. And I, I, D Chambers, I, who's my brother, I spoke to him yesterday. I, I gave D Chambers a hard time because he was doing the drill shit. I'm like, I'm not putting you on punch. So I was like, if I got balls, I know you got balls. But I try to push my peers in a way where other DJs kind of don't, in a sense, right? So it, it's super yeah. important. Now, you have this uh, show on Strong Island TV. Shout to Long Island. DNA with me and my wife, DNA Live. Oh, with the wife. Okay, mm-hmm. that's dope. And, and what is this show particularly about? Just independent artists, any any which way of artistry that you can really show. Crafts. We had chefs on there. We had people that won Emmy awards. We had people that did um that you know won Grammys and stuff. I actually had um, Jimmy Gates from Silk and Keith Murray on the same show, nice. so okay. it was actually pretty cool shout because yeah, man. Shout out to Silk. Um, I actually did a, a remix with them for um in my bedroom. Okay. And I was the first male rapper to actually uh, to actually work with them. Okay. That, well, with Jimmy Gates from there. Yeah. So, so shout out to Mathematics for hooking that up. You already know Rough Riders. Much love to y'all. So 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 you so you have this anti drill. Well, you have an anti bully campaign, but you also have like this anti drill. And are you catching any slack? I don't care if I do, man. The I'm younger a generation. I don't care. I don't care because now in our generation, you got no leaders. Mm-hmm. You got people that want to rap the same flow. You got people that don't that don't understand the whole artistry. Dude, I can't. I couldn't go up in a mic without knowing my artistry. I couldn't even rap. You think any of them OGs would even let me be on a mic? You know what they would have said? Yo, yo, youngin, get, get off of that, man. <laughs> You'd be like, what? It's like, yo, I got bars. Yeah, you got bars, but you don't understand the culture yet. Mm-hmm. This is something to bring us up, not bring us down. And what you're seeing is the opposite now. What you're seeing is people that don't understand the culture coming into the culture and confusing the culture with being musical. Mm-hmm. When they put that together, what happens? It creates a wave, and this is what you're seeing with the kids killing each other because the kids are finding that more as a craving, more cool. Do you understand that girls in college, right? This, this is what I learned. A lot there, there has been a drop from women to being in college now. Kids in college, from 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 the influences. 
you know, interesting. I no, I studied this whole thing, man. Um, I told you with laws and all that. Like, read, uh, helped make a lot of laws to help my brothers and stuff like that. Yeah. Ran around with the Black Lives Matters people. Shout out to Hawk Newsom. Much love to you. So I've been around all of the people that everybody wants to rap about, right? Mm -hmm. You don't understand. You were never there. I was. I was in <laughs> Independent Plaza, right? When they clashed the Proud Boys. And Black Lives Matters uh, class. It was a war and a half. So you you were there. So, Hell yeah, so, I was so, there. So, I got I got a, a fire uh, a, a, a cracker shot at me, bro. Mm. They missed me and went over here to hit the hit the table. Flew up so, and flew so down. So explain this scene. So you got Proud Boys, you got Black Lives Matter, uh -huh. and there's tension. And then what happens? Bro, you don't understand. It was just nobody. Even what you're seeing now in music, nobody's coming to a median. I come to, I chat to my brothers like, yo, man, it's not even worth it anymore because everyone's like, oh, we can't stand this and this is that. I'm like, yo, dude, you're never going to get over it if you sit there and you don't try to finish the problems. All the connection era. Nobody understands each other anymore. Everybody wants to play the victim. You got to have people step up and be like, yo, I got tough skin right here. Let me take the hit. That's what's, that's what's, and, and the whole thing with the Black Lives Matters thing, I was just shocked because you just seen hatred. You just seen split up. You just, it just, for the rest of my life, I told my wife, I said, that night, always hold a damper in my heart because I always pra I always preach preach peace and I always preach love because that is something that can't be beat by negativity or any which way. Most importantly. Alright, so for the people that are watching right now, uh Facebook.com slash boombap nation or if you're watching on iHeartRadio, Spotify much more, uh we'll continue on. But for people that are gonna listen to the audio part of this, let's debut this Keith Murray record so, so talk about this record, how this record came about, and what the fans are gonna hear when they listen. Well, listen, man, like it's a. Uh, I honestly decided because I got, I did a lot of the shake. Like the record's called Shake. It's it's an up tempo kind of beat. It's a dance kind of beat. I kind of just dallied a little bit in it because I was like, you know what? I'm starting to see. I want to see what's gonna happen if I actually go into that realm, and I want to see if it's gonna change the whole dynamics. This is this is more kind of of like because Keith to me always had that party kind of sound, so his sound was just unique in that which way. So I said, you know what, it's easy to rap like these dudes. Mm -hmm. Let me just make some and let's see what mm -hmm. the fans are gonna think. And, and we'll we'll play it right now here on the Infamous Hour. So moving past this, uh -huh. so you have this anti-bullying campaign going on, and the whole we'll speak about like why you would get into this type of well as a child you, as a child i was actually a special ed so we were actually made fun of a bully because i had a speech impediment right. people didn't know that and i finally you know this is my first time ever saying that mm -hmm. but i had a speech impediment and i had an issue with saying certain words and kids make fun of me laugh at me basically and, not being able to properly pronounce words. absolutely not but you can hear me now you're like nah but back then yes i had that and i had an issue with reading and it's funny right because i'm a rapper so you got <laughs> you got um English all over mm -hmm. grammar. So, and I actually did really good accent grammar. But what I'm saying is, it's just, it, it, it just started happening more and more and more and more. And then when I got to high school, I started becoming the jock because I played football in there. And then an incident happened to people that I knew. And I was like, yo, I got to step up because I can't, I can't see this happening anymore. And that's why I stepped up, started doing the anti bullying. I did it since 2013. Went to the White House, went to the, did stuff for the United Nations, the woman guilt, shot them out. Uh, raised over $150,000 for kids that's getting anti-bullying. Like, um, helped out with some programs. A lot of New York State, too, programs, like with the writing and the rap and music. They took that a lot from 
from what I done in my blueprint. Mm-hmm. That's why I see a lot of people now when they jump up and they do it. That was my blueprint back in like 2011, 2012 when I first came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember um, when I was when I was an adolescent, I was on Rikers and they had a full recording studio oh, on Rikers know. Island. For real? So yeah. So in uh, in uh, C74, they had a full production studio. They had NPCs. They had Phantoms. They had Motifs. And this is where I was kind of first learning, because initially I was on FL, and then when I went to the island, it was no FL, right? So, you know, we were hitting the drums and, and figuring out. But from a government program perspective, how much is actually available, in your opinion, to insert these type of programs into the community? Not only music, but anti-bullying. I mean, just whatever people want to accomplish. Honestly, I feel like, you know what we're missing, though? We're missing that in the government, man. I'm going to say this again. We're missing, like, strong people that really want to push things into the community because you got a lot of these so-called leaders and I don't want to say any names. Um, they just want to take, they, they say you get like an event, right? They only give you like 17% and then they keep the rest. How is that helping the communities? So you mean as far as the pot that comes in, they only actually, out of what they raise, only 17%, 17% of what, the, so they get a million, yeah, 170,000 yeah. actually goes yeah. to the community and then where does the other uh, 800 and what is it? Uh, $30,000? Where does it go to God? Where does it, like, where does it go exactly? <laughs> you really want me to be blunt in their pocket? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, honest, I'm a real advocate. I have done this. I have gave my heart out for this. I'm never trying to hurt nobody or any which way. But one thing about me is I don't like liars. I don't like thieves. And I don't like bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's just realness. Mm-hmm. So in hip-hop, we're kind of in a in a weird <sighs> space where... You know, we have all this different type of music coming out. And I've said this many times here on the Infamous Hour. I remember when I first started listening to Nas, Mob Deep, Tupac. Oh, God, those are good days. My, my elders would tell me that this wasn't the correct version of hip-hop. Their version of hip-hop was De La Soul. It was uh, Brand Nubian, Early LL, Rakim. Right, and then Brand new, yeah, wow. coming from the '90s perspective, and then you're looking at what hip hop is today. Is it our in our place to tell these kids that their version of hip hop is not the one? How many kids are dying from our hip hop? How many people are getting murdered? How many how many people are getting beat up? How many people are getting a stolen? Lot, a lot of people died. It's just that social media shows it to you more. That's how. That's how. You, but no. But I'm saying though, it's the same. Exact I don't energy. see. I don't see that many rappers if you really look at it. Because in the total of drill, there was one day. One time I looked at it, there was almost 345 kids that died, and the year wasn't even done. Well, that's that's. So I'm kids. trying to. If, I, if you're talking about rap music, and if you just look at the history, the first rapper was killed in in uh, 1987. That was Scott LaRock. Rock, yeah, okay, Scott. Since, yeah. since then, I, and I actually did a video on this. There's been tons of rappers, but the difference is, is that now with social media, you're seeing it more. Yeah, 50, 50, So when takeoff, when takeoff gets shot, you are there with your camera posting on social media. When Freaky Todd dies, oh god, or uh, who else? Uh, uh, uh money bags. Yeah. Uh, who are, I mean? Stretch. We could go the endless list you know what I mean? of artists. Jay. Jay, there's nothing. All you see is a news report, and you're waiting for that. Now it's like social media is the new news reporter. So I guess the question becomes, because you're into like this advocacy, has the energy actually changed much in hip-hop? The truth? Not really, no. Yeah. 
If you really look at it now, I mean, the message, yes. But the energy of that rah, 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 street life and people being into it. Like, the art form, I feel like, gone. No, the culture, the art form is definitely, yeah. gone. You know what? In our in our days, it used to call biting when you used to sound like somebody. Mm, now it's so you would practice your craft ten times more because then you would know that if you even had one little thing that sounded like the other person, mm. you were dismissed. You were disqualified. You were done, dude. You couldn't even go into certain sites with certain people that you didn't even know rocking certain jewelry because mm. you would have to go up to the OGs. Speak the OGs gonna be yo. It's cool. All right, boom. Now you get into the battle arena. Now you're going at it. After after that, man, it just it, it just I feel like the art form is gone. I feel like it's not fun anymore. I feel like um, it used to be better when I, when social media wasn't around because you used to literally travel. I used yeah. to jump on the train, travel to go battle someone in the Bronx, battle to go bra battle someone in Brooklyn, come back to Staten, go to... But those are the fun times. These kids don't know about that time. So, social media is damaged. We had terminology on here, what was it, two weeks ago? Shout out to Terminology, one of my favorite artists. And, and he had said that Previous to social media, you had a different investment in your artists because you didn't see your artists all the time. Now that's so you're true. Just seeing them so much that you you're judging them a lot more. If they do some shit dumb, you're not fucking with them. If they get snuffed, they corny. And you know, back back in the days, I mean, a lot of the artists that told us that they sold bricks and all that shit, none of them was doing that shit, right? But we believed it and we invested into it, and and maybe that's not the right thing. No, no. To be honest with you, I thought it was just a lyrical way of saying it. Like, like when hip hop to me was kind of like a news reporter, stuff that the news was blocking out and that we didn't see, they were telling things that the media wouldn't say because the media was always scared about being politically correct. They said, "I didn't believe having them dudes," but at the end of the day, man, you already know that it's a cat. When you do music, no matter what, you're a character. Yeah, energetic is not Danny Rivera. Danny Rivera is not energetic. Two different people. Yeah. Exactly. So you're always going to be a character in front of people's eyes. You know what I mean? So what, what people don't realize neither is you get caught up in it sometimes. The person gets caught up in the character. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So before we get out of here, you mentioned to me outside Punchline Academy, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. apparently you got some bars for Punchline. So we're going to do your audition right now. You can look into the camera. Man. Let's get these balls. You know what? I want to wait and, and wait up. If you're watching right now, facebook.com slash boombatnation. Go in the comments right now. This is a real time, real world, unscripted review. Let me know if it's fire, drop fire emojis. If you're not feeling it, drop trash emojis. You ready and check? Let's do it. Man, you said you wanted me to spit some crazy shit, right? All right, let's do it. Yo, two more to y'all don't made y'all bleed to death. Thought you could breathe until I took your breath. I'm a theft. I find shit easy to clip. And allies just too easy to rep. You might catch you smoking weed just to lighten the tech. I don't stress it. Killing cats using different methods. Pathetic. I see a chain dog. I gotta get it. Cause you sweet like diabetic sugar running through your veins. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, but you won't do a thing. You lame. And guess what? I'm legally insane. Huh? Smoking Mary Jane is easing a little pain. Leave your head wide open. I'm leaving a little stain. Cause I'm rugged. It, rig it, pushing the lyric limit The golden child is why my shit's exquisite And y'all niggas only feel big around some midgets Call me when your pockets get around some digits Peace Oh, there it is Alright, real time Here on the infamous hour Okay, so Keith Murray Records out right now uh -huh. Um, 
They can find you Source Magazine, Double XL Newsday, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. what projects we have coming up, and more importantly, where they can catch your show at. Yo, so I got another album coming out called Redemption, man. That's going to be crazy. If you've seen this, the, uh, I got my the clothing line coming out to the cake line, energetic movement. Okay. And you know what, man? I'm just... And definitely watch the show on Strong Island. Shout out to Bobby. Shout out to my wife, Althea, man. And come out, come and come and support. I definitely want to interview you on my show. Because yeah, I'm loving it. this. Yeah. And, yo, one thing I want to say, too. The rhymes were, were dope as hell, man. And congratulations, too, about getting that 100000 up, man. Straight yeah, up. million, man. I'm million. Trying, I'm trying to get $5 million, man. We're working man, on it right now. Bro, you <laughs> can't, bro. You're freaking nasty with it, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. This is Infamous Sound. your host, Infamous Sound. But, Dance, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at the Infamous Sound. Dance, shout out to Energetic. Shout out to Flea Love pulling up. Shade 45 every single Thursday, noon ESC for the new hip-hop picks, 3 p.m. ESC for the throwback classes. Till next time, stay safe, stay COVID-19 free. See you motherfuckers then. Peace.